0: Welcome to Luna the Podcast. I'm your host, Carolina Salazar, and I am here to be your spiritual big sister, guiding you to self empowerment through self discovery. My goal with this podcast is to provide grounded and easy to understand self development tools to support you on your spiritual journey. My purpose is to help you learn to love both your light and your shadow and to empower you to start showing up as your best self by nourishing your soul and doing the inner work. I am so grateful you're here today, and I hope you enjoyed this episode. Hello, beautiful people. Welcome back to Luna the Podcast. Thank you for tuning in this week. Thank you for choosing to listen to Luna out of other podcasts out there. I am so grateful that you are here. I am so grateful that you are part of this fam and that you have been tuning in, whether this be your first episode or whether you've been following along for a few weeks or months now. It's crazy to think that I started this podcast back in March of 2021 and it's now December. It's been almost, almost a year. I think we're at nine months now which is pretty crazy but amazing at the same time and I'm very grateful for how the podcast has evolved and just seeing the episodes flow and the podcast grow. (laughs) That rhymed and on today's episode I'm going to be talking about something that has come up in conversations with some of my clients and also just something that I've been reflecting on a lot Lately in my personal life, and I think that you will probably resonate with it as well. So I hope you enjoy it. To get started, let's do the little intro segment. So Rosebud and Thorn reminding you Rose is something good that happened this week, but is something I'm looking forward to. And Thorn is something not so great. So the rose is that I got back to New York, which has been great. I went to an awesome concert this week by a band called Polo and Pan. And it was really, really awesome. So I had a lot of fun. And then Bud is that I'm, I've been doing Vlogmas this year on YouTube, or at least Vlogmas-ish, as Rebecca Lee, one of my friends, calls it. Because I'm not posting one vlog every single day of December leading up to the Christmas, but I am trying to put out more content and just show up more on YouTube through Vlogmas. So I think that is very exciting and something I'm looking forward to continuing. I edited two vlogs today that will be going up by the end of Sunday. So when you listen to this episode, it'll already be up on my YouTube that you can check out and tune into. And then a thorn is that I have just, honestly, I always have a hard time finding a thorn. But I think that a thorn for me lately has been that I find that a lot of the times I will get caught up in the same routines. And being in New York and wanting to, you know, explore New York for December, I feel like there's so many cool things to do and so many fun activities to check out before I go back to Florida for Christmas and I haven't really been doing that so it's something that I want to more consciously start doing this coming week before I go home so I guess that's kind of a half thorn and then my recent favorites one of my recent favorites has been youth to the people's skincare I've been using their superfood cleanser which I've heard so so much about and I finally am trying it and it's amazing and then I'm using their caffeine vitamin c serum and their face oil and all of the products just make my skin feel so glowy and amazing and i highly recommend checking it out and then something else that i've been loving is sama tea so jay shetty if you're not familiar is a thought leader and a author and just a super cool person you should check out his podcast called on purpose i love it and i've been following him for few months now and he had been mentioning in his podcast that he is launching a line of teas called sama tea with his wife radhi and i was super excited when i got an email from an agency just offering to gift me some of the teas and send them over and i've tried them out and they're so yummy and delicious there's a vanilla chai one and then a gingerbread one and it's a really good dessert tea to have If you just had dinner and you're craving something sweet, the gingerbread one is really yummy and very perfect for the holidays. So those are two of the things that I've been really enjoying. Something else that I really enjoyed doing this week was watching Goop Lab on Netflix. It's a really good show by Gwyneth Paltrow. And they go through like trying out different things. Like one of them was around energy work. Another one was about magic mushrooms and things like that. And it was really interesting. So that's a show that I've been liking a lot. And then last but not least, another favorite is baking. I baked muffins this morning. I just woke up and that was what my body asked me to make. And I did. And they're so, so good. I made some blueberry crumble cinnamon muffins and they're so good. So that was just a really fun Sunday activity to do. And with that being said, let's close it off with mindset of the week. This mindset has been kind of inspired by something that I realized this week through starting to work with a new coach, a business coach. And something I realized is that for so many things in my life, I've decided to do them because of the approval that I would get or because of the acceptance that I thought it would give me or I would do something because I saw that it was working for someone else or was letting someone else to be successful. So I realized that a lot of the things that I've been doing haven't been coming from a place of me, of my desires, of why I wanted it, why Carolina wants it. And so I think the mindset that I've been holding this week has really been to connect back to my true desires and to what I want. So it's a process. After so many years of letting go of parts of me to fit in and to just be accepted, at least to think I would be accepted, it's definitely a transformative mindset to to start holding and to embrace. As I'm saying this, it's 3.33 p.m. And so I think this is actually important to remember, just like thinking about What things have you been doing because you want to do them and what things have you been doing because you think someone else expects you to do them or you think society expects you to do it or you think that's the only way you'll be successful or accepted or cool or because you think it's going to lead to some result as opposed to how it makes you feel and whether you truly desire it. So that's some food for thought for you and I think it's also tied to today's podcast episode. So without further ado, let's dive in To adolescent healing. So, as I mentioned, this topic came up during some of my coaching sessions one of my current clients. And it was also something that came up for me as I was listening to a podcast a couple of weeks ago. And the topic essentially is healing our relationship to our adolescent selves. I think in social media and in the spiritual community, we talk a lot about inner child healing. I've definitely talked about inner child healing myself on this podcast, on my platforms, on my content, which is a lot about looking at that younger version of you, like that child version of you from zero to seven, like, when you were three or something and looking at that version of you and reparenting that version of you, that version of you that feels that version of you that wants to feel safe. So, you know, it's about creating this new reparenting relationship with yourself where you can look at your inner child and say, you're safe. I got you. I'm going to care for you. I am going to make sure we're okay and we're safe and we have enough to care for ourselves and, you know, I'll feed you and that's talking to the inner child within you that's still there, right? So a lot of the inner child healing is that reparenting. And a lot of the times, you know, when I'll look at a photo of myself when I was three, I have a few of those photos in my room. What I feel is love. I feel like I can look at her and just feel like, oh, she's so cute, little Carol, like so adorable. And I think that's such a great growth thing for me, for sure. But the thing is, and when I look at a photo of myself from when I was a teenager and adolescent from when I was like in seventh grade until sophomore year of high school or so, or even more, even until the end of high school, I cringe, I, or I used to cringe, you know, or I would look at that version of me and be like, oh my gosh, she was so awkward she didn't know what she was doing, she was so confused, poor her, like, oh, she was so lame, or why did she dress like that, or just a lot of judgment comes up towards that version of me, and as I've talked to my clients and my friends, I feel like a lot of people have echoed that, you know, realizing that a relationship to that version of us sometimes is not as good as the relationship we have to our inner child, To the inner three year old or the inner five year old within us. A lot of the times, you know, for us, the period of adolescence is very, very challenging because that's when we're, you know, for once coming into our bodies, right? Growing hormonally and our bodies are changing and we're getting to know that version of us and getting used to that version of our body. So, getting used to a lot of physical changes. It's also the time period where we're like very concerned about friends, I think, you know, fitting in and and having a friend group and the trends and wanting to be cool or having, you know, that group that's so cool. Or it's also a time period where the themes of sexuality come up. It's when you start, you know, wanting to feel desired by someone else or think about kissing or, you know, just a lot of those topics come up and it's a very challenging time. It's a very, very challenging time. And I think that something that I started realizing is that if that version of me saw the version of me that I am today, she'd probably think I'm so cool. She would think I'm so awesome and she'd really look up to me. But if she found out that I was talking shit about her or if I was judging her or if I was looking at her with pity, she'd be so upset. And when I shared this with my clients and with my friends recently, a lot of them had these like epiphany moments. That's why I thought it'd be super important to talk about it on the podcast and just kind of start this discussion on this platform and giving you some food for thought and just planting a seed in your mind to Think about that version of you. Think about the version of you that was in high school and in middle school and all the ways that she felt and all the ways that she thought and all the insecurities that she had developed. And, you know, what I was saying earlier, too, about in my journey, currently letting go of things that I'm doing for the reasons of wanting to be accepted or feeling like there are expectations put on me by society parents, friends, or just social media in general, and starting to tune back into what I truly desire and to what I truly want to do, as opposed to what I think is expected of me. And I think that that's something that is very, very closely tied to adolescent healing, to healing our relationship to our adolescent selves, because our adolescent selves, a lot of the times are the versions of us that create these thought processes, that begin to shapeshift to fit a different version of ourselves in order to be cool or accepted or popular or pretty or skinny or whatever it is smart and we start to shapeshift and we start to lose touch with who we truly are and I think that a lot of the adolescent healing is about being able to look at that version of ourselves and think like wow you're so valid. You know, all your experiences were so valid, but don't forget that you're amazing. You were always amazing. And and if it wasn't for you, like if it wasn't for that version of myself, I wouldn't be where I am today. And so I'm very grateful for all the experiences and all the struggles that happened during that time in my life. Because if it wasn't for them, I wouldn't be here. And that applies to everything in our lives, of course, but I think especially in our adolescent years. There's a lot that goes on and a lot that we forget to dive deep into, to think about. So something that I've been really doing a lot and I've been really thinking about and just reflecting on. And I encourage you to do the same, to look at pictures of you at that age and to see what emotions come up and what things you can remember struggling with at that time. You know, what was that version of you insecure about? What did that version of you like? What was she like? What was she going through? Or he? Also think about all the different changes that were going on at that time and, and how they've impacted you and how they impacted your development at that age. Now, something else that I want to bring up, which I remembered as I was getting ready to record this episode is that there's a really awesome podcast called The Adult Chair by Michelle Shalfint. I found it during quarantine last year and the first like three episodes talk about this method of therapy that Michelle Shalfint uses with her clients and it's called The Adult Chair Method. So she sits with her clients and uses chairs to symbolize different times in their lives. So there's a child chair, an adolescent chair, and a adult chair. And on the first three episodes of her podcast, she describes what these three chairs are all about. And now that I went back to my notes from that podcast episode, which I took November of last year, so almost a year and a month ago, (laughs) what my notes say is that our adolescent self and the adolescent chair represents the seat of our unconscious mind. So while our child self is a lot about our emotions and feeling our feelings and that version of us that wants to feel today, our adolescent share ties to all of our subconscious and unconscious beliefs. So it's that version of us that wants to push our feelings away and that doesn't want to be vulnerable and doesn't have the time to feel the feelings, and it's always thinking about either the past, overthinking what he or she did, or thinking about the future, and the mind being in your head, Um, a lot of words that I wrote down were, it's the ego, the mind, the overthinker, controller, perfectionist, type A, it's the time when you become aware of external judgment, blaming, It's the part of us that self-sabotages. It's the part of us that victimizes ourselves and is also the part of us that makes a lot of assumptions and gets very reactive and defensive. And this was something I had written down and it's so crazy that I had written this down and I had never really come back to it, but it just naturally came up in my life recently. It says, This version of us learns to not be authentic because he or she thinks that they'll be rejected, abandoned, or invalidated. So they start to wear masks to please other people. And also this can lead to addictions, like love addiction, sex addiction, drama queen, codependency, people pleasing, substance use, numbing. So I think that's so crazy and such a synchronicity that I found my way back to my notes on my phone and found this because this was something that I kind of started learning on my own, that that adolescent version of me is a version of me that struggled a lot, honestly, that developed a lot of overthinking and really dumped herself down and kind of grayed herself out, lost that color, you know, lost the authenticity in order to fit in, in order to feel safe, in order to feel accepted. And it's that version of me still that overthinks a lot and that is always in fear and worrying about the future, overthinking the past and really concerned with timelines. And even, you know, the version of me that is in my shadow and the self-sabotaging behaviors that I have engaged with in my life. And so just becoming aware of that version of me and healing my relationship to her. And I think a lot of the healing process when it comes to this is about letting go of wearing masks to please other people. And I don't mean masks regarding the pandemic. I mean, masks of pretending to be someone you're not or, you know, doing something that is not authentic to you. And it's about unlearning that loss of authenticity for the fear of rejection, abandonment or invalidation. And instead learning to embrace your authenticity, to embrace being different, to embrace fitting out, to embrace what makes you happy instead of doing things that everyone else is doing or that you think are working for other people because you're looking for some sort of result in the long term. And as we're healing this, it's also about giving permission to our child self to feel the feelings. Because when we allow ourselves to feel the feelings, we're naturally authentic. We're naturally embracing who we are and what we feel. We're naturally embracing who we are and what's going on in our lives in the present moment. And also, It's a lot about letting go of victimization, letting go of blaming, and starting to own up to what we do, especially our self-sabotaging behaviors, whatever that may mean to you. Maybe that's using certain substances. Maybe it's feeling addicted to validation. Maybe it's feeling addicted to a relationship, love, sex, people-pleasing, any of those ways of self-sabotaging, however that comes up for you, it's about healing that, letting go of that, looking at why that comes up, what happened in your adolescence that started to trigger that, why Why did you start doing those things, what were you trying to prove to other people or to yourself or to your parents or to society that led you to engage in those things and how can you start the process of healing that relationship to yourself, looking at the root cause of those self-sabotaging behaviors letting yourself feel your feelings, be in the present moment, and and stop overthinking so much and worrying about the what-ifs and the should-haves and really just embracing your own authenticity, embracing who you are, no matter what you've been told you have to be. So to close up the episode, I just would encourage you to find a photo of yourself from that time, from between the ages of 7 and 20. So around, you know, 13 years old, maybe like 7th, 8th, ninth grade version of you. Find a photo of her or him and think about what was going on at that time. What was happening? What transitions were going on? What was your social life like? What was your relationship to your parents like? was your relationship to your body like? What changes were going on? And how did that version of you learn to cope? How did that version of you develop self-sabotaging or people-pleasing or letting go of her or his authenticity to fit in? And how can you work through that to alchemize the situation? And think about why that happened and how you can transform it now and how you can start looking at that version of yourself with kind eyes, with appreciation, with love, With acceptance and then moving toward finding ways to let go of those things to let go of trying to fit in to let go of worrying about other people's judgments or expectations to let go of overthinking about the past and the future to let go of being a perfectionist or self-sabotaging or numbing and also thinking about why you tend to get reactive or defensive and how that started happening in your adolescence. So with that being said, I hope that this sparks some light bulbs for you, or maybe even just sparked your curiosity in in diving deeper into that version of yourself and what that version of you was going through and how that is impacting you today. How it's still in your unconscious mind and how it's led to some of your belief systems. So Feel free to also DM me and tell me if this did spark something for you because I'm very curious and I'm always open to hear your feedback, to hear from you about what this podcast is bringing into your life. So please, please, please do reach out, do tell me how you're liking it and also if you feel inclined to just quickly go to Apple Podcasts and leave this podcast a review. I would be so, so grateful and it would just be so awesome in helping me reach more people so maybe one day luna can be in the charts and i can be able to spread more grounded spiritual knowledge and tips with more and more people so i appreciate you i'm sending you so much love i hope you're healthy and well hope you're enjoying the last month of 2021 i hope that you are healing and you are giving yourself love and self-care as you deserve to So with that being said, I will see you next week. I hope you have an amazing rest of your day and stay tuned for new episodes coming every single Monday at 7 a.m. Eastern Time. Sending you lots of love and I'll catch you soon.
1: mypatriotsupply.com